there are so many different workflows and tools you can use and things that work on both ends of the process. So I used my Mac's, I think it's called Shortcuts or Flow or Workflow. I don't know what they call it now. Is it Shortcuts? Yeah, I'm sorry. What was it? Cho- <laughs> I heard chocolates. <laughs> Is it, it wasn't... <laughs> Yeah, shortcuts or, or workflow. It's shortcuts, oh. isn't it? Oh, fuck. You, said you can hear chocolates if chocolates. you want. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is it, are you feeling hungry, Mikey? I'm... Right. <clears throat> I'll try it again. Welcome to the 20 Minute Mentors Podcast. podcast i'm matt and this is michael here and today we're taking a slight pit stop away from the career journey we've been on so so far we spoke around how to identify what type of career might be interested in how to find resources around that might help with that and also we've looked at you know cvs and interviews and kind of making those first steps into your career and i thought this would be a really good place to take a bit of a pit stop and do a, I guess, a book club, for lack of a better term, a place that we can kind of stop for a minute and take the pressure off of ourselves for that job hunt and kind of look at where we can get information from other sources. So today's the first book club episode we're going to try. I've surprised Michael with this because it's a book that I've read and you've not. So it could be quite interesting to get your thoughts on it too. So what we'll do during this episode is I'll take you through a book that I've read, what I took away from it, how I apply it in daily life if I do. Like I said, Mikey's not read this book before, so this could be an interesting place for you to find some areas to challenge me and and kind of bring up questions on. And hopefully we can find something from this episode that you can apply to, whether it be your job search or your career uh, as you're in it now. So let's kick off. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to this uh, session because I know you're uh, a big bookworm and back when we were still working together, I always look forward to, you know, the the insights that you provide during our one-on-one coachings about a book that you just recently read. So I'm very happy for our listeners to be able to experience that today. So yeah, without further ado, I'm ready don't, when you are. Don't build it, don't build it up too much. It might be, it might be awful. So the, yeah, as Michael said there, you know, it's something I've done throughout my career. I've always had chat, you know, read and then kind of looked at what I can take from a book into a career or into a one-to-one or, or mentorship, whatever it might be. The book that's kind of sat most with me most recently, and it's probably been recommended. Today, we're going to be discussing the book Atomic Habits. No doubt you've come across this book or you've heard of it before, or maybe someone has, you know, brought it up in a conversation with you with something that's helped them. So... Atomic Habits is one of the very few books that I've read in Kindle form and not physical book book form. As Michael said, I'm a massive book reader. So any opportunity I get, I will sit down and read. And I tend to go through a book every every week and a half to two weeks. I'll grab something, read through it. It doesn't necessarily have to be related to work. 
the last book I was reading was about, it was meant, it's called Manifesting and it's completely outside of work and it's about something very different and about how you align your, your goals with yourself. Um, previous to that, I read a book about psychology. So the, what I read is quite varied and it kind of goes all over the place. And because of that, I end up with some interesting aspects I take from certain books. So I guess we'll kick Atomic Habits off. Mikey, have you ever read Atomic Habits before? Come across it? Heard of it? No, I haven't taken the time to read it, but I know it's one of those very popular self-help books that has actually helped a lot of people navigate through life. And it's actually very useful for careers as well. So as I've said earlier Mm. on, I'm looking forward to hearing about it from you. And who knows, I might as well get a physical copy of this book in the future if I like it. But yeah, pressure is on you now, mate. We'll get, we'll get one sent to you. Okay, so Atomic Habits. Before I start kind of talking about the book, I, I'm a firm believer that books are longer than they need to be. I really feel that when you write a book, that the publisher is kind of sitting with you saying, okay, but it needs to be X amount of pages. So Atomic Habits, I feel like you could condense into probably a paragraph or maybe a couple of pages. And the whole purpose of Atomic Habits is helping yourself to create new habits, whether that be professional or personal. Atomic Habits is about helping you to make changes in your life, whether it be through, you know, work changes or personal changes. And the whole idea of the book is that if you make a small change regularly enough, that small change can then lead to a bigger change and a bigger change. So the word atomic meaning small level rather than nuclear. Now, the reason that I've picked this as the first book I want to talk about and why I found it so profound is after reading it, it's something that I started to do. So I had a few changes I wanted to make. I wanted to get fitter. I wanted to stop bad habits. So I looked at this book, read through it and thought, right, how can I start applying what this book is telling me? Make a small change and then follow that small change through and kind of make a part of my, my day-to-day life, really. So the first way I started to do this was I looked at a change I wanted to make which was biting my nails. I was a huge nail biter. I know it's a really disgusting habit, but it's something I used to do all the time and absolutely hated it. So I started to tally up on a bit of paper how many days it had been since I last bit my nails. And then the idea of breaking that tally or breaking that streak is what then sort of encouraged me to keep going. A bit like, I guess, people who've been sober for a period of time, they look back and say, actually, I've been sober for six months. I don't want to ruin it now. So that was where I first started. And then I looked out for, you know, how else can I apply this in my daily life? So I've stopped by my nails and I'm on day 10 and that's really cool. I can see it's helping. What else can I apply it to? So I then also looked at, you know, more wellness type thing. So I set a goal of running 5K three times a week. And again, I tracked that on a piece of paper initially. And then I also set myself a goal of drinking enough water each day. So two, two, two liters, I think it is, 200 milliliters. I don't know how that converts to our non-UK audiences, but I think it's about two two liters. Is that right, Mike? Yeah, am, am I getting that completely wrong now? I mean, yeah, we, we have the same two liters. I don't know what that would be in the US, though. Quarts? Gallons? Quarts? Uh, f- fluid ounces. I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> enough water. That was the kind of the purposes of this, was to drink enough water. So I, I tracked those habits, and I thought, actually... You know, being able to go to a bit of paper each day and tick off and say, I didn't do that or I did do that today is great, but I, I want to incorporate this into my lifestyle somewhere. 
So I found an application on the App Store called Streaks. We're not sponsored by Streaks. There is no affiliation between us and Streaks. I just found Streaks useful. Um, over as Streaks do want to sponsor us, that would be amazing. And I started using their app to essentially track that habit. So Streaks in the app allowed me to create a habit that I want to track the streak of. And then I could say, I want to, I want to achieve this every day, every two days, whatever it might be. That way, at the end of each day, I could then go in and press the button and said, confirm that. The app also sent me a reminder. So it said, three times a day, make sure you've drunk enough water. Or at nine o'clock, make sure that you've done this or haven't done that. Um, and I found that little reminder quite useful. So I was able to go, in my mind, this is the habit I want to take and want to sort of make part of my life. And then this is how this application or service is going to help me do that. Now, I've since moved on a little bit from that. And I'm no longer tracking the small habit of, you know, I want to run 5K or I want to, you know, get up the effort to go to the gym each day. Um, I'm now taking that to the next level to say, actually, I want to go to the gym for an hour, four times a week. Or I want to, you know, do whatever it might be to kind of keep myself in that routine. The The whole purpose of Atomic Habits was to start at that smaller level. So actually, if I don't feel comfortable enough to go for a 5K run three times a week, I should be setting the habit of put my trainers on. And then once my trainers are on, take them off. That, that's kind of the smallest level I can do to encourage myself to do this. And then actually, you know, now I've got my trainers on, I may as well, you know, leave the house and do a short walk and kind of build those habits up to build to a position where you're regularly doing the activity that you want to do. And that's why I found Atomic Habits was really, really insightful book to kind of bring me to that because actually it's helped me not only look at the small habits I need to build. So I want to go to the gym. Cool. Maybe I don't feel comfortable. Let's, let's get ready for the gym. Let's drive to the gym. Let's go through the door and spend 10 minutes there and slowly build up that confidence through habits. But I feel like it's also helped me pick up other habits that I've been doing more regularly. So if actually if I pull up my streaks now, I can actually tell you what habits I'm tracking. So the, the habits I track as a result of atomic habits and a result of using streaks I walk 10,000 steps a day. I track that every day. And the application reminds me of that. I drink, I've actually got 3,050 milliliters of water, which I think is 3.05 liters. I don't know why it's such a small, such a random amount. I do my exercise and I've got a trigger there to say that I need to do at least 40 minutes of exercise above a certain heart rate, 60% every day for 75 days. Streaks is telling me that I have done that for, oh, it's not going to show me, I, don't know, I think it's 30 days. And then I also, every night I write a journal, which we can talk about in another episode, but I keep a journal of things I'm grateful for, habits I've, habits I've kept each day. And I'm on day 32 of doing that. So Streaks and Atomic Habits have kind of helped me understand what I want to improve, as in I want to improve my physical well-being and walk more and go to the gym more. And I want to track that in a way by using streaks. I'm aware that I've spoken for like 20 minutes. Michael, you're always good at derailing my great plans for questions. And I, I know there's some bubbling in there. Go on. I'm not aware of any habits that, you know, I might actually need to change. And, you know, this is one of the things where, you know, I really look forward to our conversations because I always learn a thing or two every time we have these sessions, whether it be this podcast or, you know, a random messages that we exchange on WhatsApp or, you know, even mm. when we play on PlayStation. So 
yeah, thinking about habits that I have. I think over the last year, the only thing that I could share to our listeners here is I started tracking my expenses. I don't know if you also do that though, but yeah. Um, tracking expenses. Yeah, expenses and income down to the last cent. I've been okay. doing that for a couple of months now. And if you're using Streaks, I'm using a, an app called Buddy. So it also gives out, you know, reminders every day. I set mine at 7 p.m. every day. So at 7 p.m., it gives me a reminder, like, have you added your expenses for the day? And, you know, it just builds up that habit of, you know, listing down everything that I've spent or all those, you know, automatic debit charges that I'm not aware of. So at least by the end of the month, when I don't have any money left to my name, I can go to the app and, okay, I've spent this much on Steam. I've spent this much on PlayStation or whatever. So, yeah, I think that's one of the things that I've been tracking uh, since I moved here in Australia. And... I think that's it, though. I think habits don't necessarily have to be, like, groundbreaking, right? It doesn't have to be a, you know, I want to go out and become, like, the best public speaker in the world, so how do I do that? I think a habit, especially from what I've experienced, as long as the habit is benefiting you in some way or adding some value to your, like, day or week, I think it's worth doing. And it sounds like the expenses one is probably, it sounds stressful. I'm the opposite. I, I open my banking app when I get paid. And then when I'm due to get paid and I hide everything in between those two, those two days. Oh, damn. The, the, the learning here goes both ways. I mean, <laughs> to the developers of Buddy, if you're listening, thank you for the app that you've developed. It's actually a very powerful tool. It tracks everything and it's a zero-based budgeting app. So, yeah, it's it has its nice features. But, yeah, we're, we're not talking about, you know, financial management in this episode. Mm. But it's just one of those things that I've started doing over the past few months. But while while talking about habits though, or things that, you know, people can do, let's say one step at a time in relation to the the workplace, what do you think are probably good things that people could do? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I'm trying to think if we ever discussed this when we worked together. So, when it comes to a habit at work, let's think about how you deal with work. So do, do you remember when we worked together, how you used to know what you were doing, what was coming next? Can you remember how we used to do that? Yeah. Aside from JIRA, we do have the documents that we exchange. Like these are the to-do lists, but we don't do that on a daily basis. We have like, we have them on like weekly ones. So we do, mm-hmm. uh, we know what we want to do on Mondays, Tuesdays, up until the, the end of the week. And it mostly gets more detailed if one of us, you know, goes on holiday or something. So it's like a to-do list. 100%. Yeah. And that's that, yeah. The to-do list to me has been like the biggest, it's the thing that I've copied at every career that I've gone to is using the to-do list and then using the, the vagueness as the to-do list moves out and the more cl- the more clear, the better clarity as the to-do list is clearer, is closer, sorry. So what, yeah, so the habit there that we're trying to get to is, you know, every start of the week, midway through the week, end of the week, whenever you are the sort of most mentally clear is to update, check through your to-do list. And that's the habit that I try and I've, I've built into every role I've been to is Monday morning, my habit is to sit down, 
work out what I need to do for this week. What do I know or what do we know that's coming this week or this month? Get that out into a to-do list. And then building the habit of going through and checking that off as you do it. And as tasks come in that maybe weren't scheduled, adding them and then immediately closing them. And I think that not only builds the habit of forward looking into what you're going into, but it also builds the the traceability of what you're actually been up to, which again, in some businesses, and we'll talk about it as we get onto those episodes can be quite big. So actually having that list to go, this is what I thought I'd be doing this week. These are the tasks that I have thought about on a Monday morning or a Tuesday morning or whenever it might be. And so everything that I know is, might happen. I've created the items. I've spoke to my team about it. We know, I know what I'm doing. They know what they're doing or my manager knows what I'm doing, whichever dynamic you're in. And then once you get to that point, it's like, okay, I'll, I'll work through the tasks. And as I complete them, I'll tick them off. Maybe even order them by date is, is a huge thing that I do as well. And as a task comes in, which isn't on the list, which definitely happens, you have the opportunity to quickly add it and then just close it instantly. So being disciplined around your to-do lists is definitely a habit that I think is really important when you're in a, in a workplace role. And I guess for, you know, building those to-do lists, if Mm -hmm. let's say you're having a difficult time of identifying what you want to do, I mean, because this is on a case to case basis, depending on what role that you're currently working in. So I think my advice there would be is if you find it difficult to plot down what you wanted to do or what you plan to do on a daily basis or let's say a, a weekly basis, then maybe just at least try to plot it out starting in maybe perhaps a, an annual basis. Although I know the the range is very huge, but let's say if, if you wanted to achieve something by September or by October, then maybe you can start thinking about, or you can jot it down like, okay, by October, I wanted to apply for a promotion, let's say for the sake mm. of example, then maybe you that will open the doors to more points leading to by March or by April, I need to increase my stats if you're a, you know, a metric based employee. So mm. I guess those types of, you know, goals or targets uh, would definitely help. And then eventually you'd get to narrow it down to the finer details. So from annual goals or to do stuff, you break it down into semi-annual, then quarterly, until you eventually get down into the habit of working down those weekly to do stuff or maybe perhaps a daily one, although that would be, you know, time consuming, but you'll eventually create the habit of, you know, listing down the things that you wanted to do or that you plan to do for yourself or for your career. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, there is so many different ways you can approach it. So the reason that I thought Atomic Habits would link nicely into this, the part of our career journey that we're in at the minute is, you know, because it's very easy to get demoralized or demotivated when you're applying for roles. You apply for a few roles, you don't hear back, you hear that you're not good, or whatever the case might be. And it's very easy to get in that mindset of, why am I bothering? Like I'm just applying and applying and nothing is coming back. So the reason that I thought Atomic Habits would fit quite nicely here is create a habit around applying for roles. So almost gamify where you are um, in the sense of I'm going to create the habit that I'm going to apply for three, five, ten, how many roles a day for the next 30 days. Now, just by creating that habit in your mind, once you've done it once or twice, then 
I certainly feel like I have to then go out and achieve it because if I don't, I then break a streak and I feel worse for breaking the streak than I do for if I break if for anything else. So I, I think it kind of applies, you know, in career as well as, you know, on your career journey of, you know, I, I want to you know, try and find a way to become more confident. So I'm going to build a habit around talking to people. I'm going to try and talk to two or three people a day that I don't know. And that will then in turn help hopefully build confidence. And then you kind of go on that journey. So yeah, the, I think it can be applied in work as to, you know, the habits around tracking what you're doing, tracking your metrics, and also your starting career journey of that ladder up. Um, there are so many different workflows and tools you can use and things that work on both ends of the process. So I used my Max, I think it's called shortcuts or flow or workflow. I don't know what they call it now. Is it shortcuts? Yeah, I'm sorry. What was it? Cho- <laughs> I heard chocolates. <laughs> It wasn't (laughs) shortcuts or or workflow. It's shortcuts, isn't it? Oh, fuck. You said you can hear chocolates if you want. (laughs) (laughs) Is it, are you feeling hungry, Mikey? Right. I'll try it again. I think I got from they're tools that you can use in different places. And, you know, there are definitely applications and tools and whatever it might be that kind of work on both sides of helping you to identify what could be a good habit to create and also, you know, how to make that habit part of your life a bit easier. I, in my professional life, I use to-do lists, as we just spoke about. I make a habit of updating them religiously. So I use uh, reminders in my Mac I use. I create a to-do list for each week. And then I add all the tasks that I'm doing in that week. And then I've created a workflow using, I believe it's called Shortcuts, the, the Mac app. It used to be called Workflow. I think it's now Shortcuts. That would, that allows me to basically run a script which pulls out all of those to-do list items and then arrange them by date completed. So if I have a catch-up with anyone on my team, I can sit down, I can run that script and it will say Monday, these are the items completed, Tuesday items completed, Wednesday items completed. So the habit of actually keeping that up to date has helped me become more organized as a result of it. So yeah, habits and working styles will become a theme that kind of winds between all the episodes that we do. But I definitely think it's a habit that whether you're starting out in your career pretty early, building habits, or whether you're looking for a job, you know, building habits and, and trying to track how you're doing there, or whether you're establishing your career and looking to learn something new, I think habits and tracking them is a a really uh, a really powerful tool to have early on. I'm aware we have taken a bit of a deviation away from our career path, but I think dropping these little pit stops, book club stops, whatever whatever we want to call them, is actually quite useful because although Michael and I can talk about some of the things that we've experienced actually being able to relate it back to where you might be able to go and get information if you really want to, um, I think can be quite helpful. So just to summarize what we spoke about. So the book that I was talking about today was Atomic Habits. It's written by a guy called James Clear. You can get it on Amazon, Kindle, audiobook format. It's kind of everywhere. And like I said, at its most condensed, and if we were to sort of summarize the book in a couple of words or paragraphs, it would be start with the smallest change that you can make. And then 
build upon that habit bit by bit. So instead of setting yourself a big, audacious, scary goal of run 100 miles, actually start with a habit at a very small level of put my shoes on. Track that however you want to track it. Tracking the habit is really important, whether it be a piece of paper like I started doing or using something dedicated like the Streaks app or your buddy, which Michael mentioned, and tracking how you're doing and, and are you maintaining it and and then using the information to firm up your habit as you go further on. So, yeah, and thank you so much, Matt, for taking the time to share about the atomic habits. I'll definitely be starting to you know reflect on things that I can also do on my end. But nonetheless, we are going to be having this kind of like a book club or book review, book insight episodes from time to time. After this episode, we are going to be resuming uh, our current trajectory, which is going to be focusing on careers. But nevertheless, if you've enjoyed this uh, episode, we are definitely going to be having having more of this in the future. And I think it's going to be my turn next. Oh yeah, and before I forget, if you guys did enjoy or get something valuable out of this episode or previous episodes, feel free to leave a rating or a review. It will tremendously help the project that we are having. And having said that, bye guys. See you next time. Bye-bye. Already got a review, haven't we? Yeah, we got one from you.